What's up, everyone? Welcome to the RCYL podcast. We're super excited to be bringing you more content, digging in deep with things that we're talking about here in Rutherford County. So this series, uh, we're talking about First and Second Peter. Can't wait to bring you guys some truth from our friends. Hey, David Bernal, thanks so much for joining me. Yeah, man, it's an honor to be here. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this conversation, uh, talking a little about First Peter. But for those people who don't know you very well, uh, I want to ask a question first, if that's all right. Of course. Uh, okay, sweet. What is your favorite breakfast cereal? You know, man, uh, lately I've been actually enjoying a good bit of breakfast cereal um, for dessert. Used to like to eat a lot of ice cream, and then I realized that all that ice cream uh, was, uh, you know, not not the best for me. So I've, I've been substituting that for cereal uh, nice. for dinner, and I have been eating the off-brand Captain Crunch from Walmart. So it's like Berry Blast or something. I bought like a big, like you know, like five-pound bag of it. Yeah, uh, that stuff is good. <laughs> that is so awesome. <laughs> We, uh, we're big cereal fans in our house, and so we often will have cereal for breakfast. I shouldn't say often, but we have done it, and now I want to do it more often because it sounds amazing. Yeah, man. I know, like, the the original guy, you know, that did the uh, cornflakes had, like, a corn farm, and then he, like, made the cornflakes. He was like, yeah. oh, this is good. People can eat them for breakfast. And then his brother was like, dude – like nobody's going to want to eat just plain cornflakes. What you got to do is cover those suckers in sugar. And uh, here we are, you know, 50 years later with all tons of all kinds of sugary cereal. That is delicious. That is, that is amazing. An amazing insight. I've never heard that story before, actually. So that's really cool. I think it's true. So I don't know. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm not going to challenge you. <laughs> Sweet. So uh, for those who maybe haven't seen the video uh, that you did for us uh, on First Peter, uh, what's kind of like a, a quick recap of what you covered? Yeah, so I just covered the introduction, which is basically Peter um, introducing himself uh, to the like churches or like believers that he was writing his just kind of introducing himself and then um, just kind of he kind of praises God, just kind of thanking them, thanking God for, for Jesus and mm -hmm. kind of like, I guess, kind of reminding them of the gospel in, in a sense of like what, you know, the message that they all are believing in that is uniting them, just reminding them about, you know, what it means that Jesus rose from the dead and what uh, rewards we get to to, to reap from, from that and mm -hmm. like praising God, kind of like a little like praise break, you know, just like, hey, thank God for this. I know you guys already know this, but I'm going to remind you about Jesus and how he uh, rose from the dead and what that means for you. Just kind of like encouraging them. Yeah. Oh, man, it makes me wonder, like, what would it be like if that's how we addressed people? Yeah, seriously. You know, like, hey, what's up, man? Just don't forget, Jesus is alive. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, I think we need more of that, like, you know, throughout the week. It definitely can't just be like a once a week thing on Sunday where we get reminded. Yeah, that makes me think I listened to a speaker one time talk about how um, there was uh, the word rejoice. Uh, and he kind of broke that down to re-joy. Yeah. And how every day you have to you have to 
revisit that joy, that first joy of, of knowing who Christ was. Yeah, um, totally. And what his life meant. Life, death, and resurrection is meant for us. Um, so I, I love that thought. Yeah, that, that's really cool. I like that. Re-joy. Yeah. It's, it's helpful. It's a helpful way to kind of reframe that. Um, at least for me. So in... Uh, maybe give us like one or like kind of one big truth that you kind of took away from that. And then I'd love to hear where you've seen that just in our world in general. Yeah. The biggest thing that I took away from that is the reminder that the days that like we're in now, just like the time that we're in is such a great time because we're on the other side of Jesus in that he, he came and he got to share his message with people that have then like been passed down and spread out to us. And, mm-hmm. you know, that bit of, of Peter saying about how the prophets before uh, tasted and, and kind of had a, had a peek into what was to come through the Holy spirit, but they didn't get to fully experience it. So it kind of helped yeah. me also in my everyday life. If I'm reading the Bible, if I'm reading the old Testament, you know, knowing that, throughout the old Testament, there are these little like hints and pictures and shadows of what was to come through, through Jesus. And it just helped me like kind of uh, interpret those stories better. And, uh, you know, through the lens, like understanding that I get to look through the lens of knowing Jesus, knowing his person, knowing his spirit. And uh, it, it brings a whole new perspective to the old Testament and just makes it really cool. Yeah. So have, I, I love that, like, um, hints of Jesus. Yeah. Peppered throughout the Old Testament. Uh, maybe, is, is there, do you see places in this, in your life or in the world today where you see, like, Jesus kind of peppered throughout and you go, oh, that, that was him. He was there in that. Yeah. Um, man, I mean, you know, there there's situations that have happened in my life and, um, I'm trying to think of something specific, but just like, I, I guess not that like, you know, God has like planned out every single detail of my life where it's like, oh, I, you know, went here on this day because God, you know, ordained this to happen. But it's like, no matter sure. what decisions I made, whether they were right or wrong in the moment, there was always a way that God used that decision and turned it around for good. And mm-hmm. I know that like I've made mistakes and I've done things that were like off track, but, the, but like, it's like sometimes immediately there was something that God worked through that. Like, okay. A specific example kind of came to mind. This was like, I don't know, like five, six years ago now. Um, Mm-hmm. I was just kind of like coming out of this period of life where uh, I was definitely like not spiritually like facing towards God is the way that I kind of picture it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense, but mm-hmm. I was just very focused on like just my body and my ego, just like worldly things. I just wanted to make money and party and that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. then I had this moment of like turning back to God. And, and, and there was, you know, a series of things and people that helped me along that way. But, um, 
I had kind of turned back and I was facing towards God again. And I, and I was trying to seek out his presence and will for my life. But I was distracted by this business that, that I was trying to, to, to start and get off of the ground. And had just like mm-hmm. started, was just getting like my first clients. And then all of a sudden, like on this hiking trip, I had this like freak accident and fell like 50 feet um, off a, it, it was a waterfall, but there was no water because it was in California during the, the drought. So it was just like a, basically yeah. I fell 50 feet and like um, all that happened was I broke my leg, uh, which mm-hmm. is like crazy because, you know, it, it, it was like very possible that I could have died. And so yeah. not that God like pushed me off of the cliff. Like, I don't really think that, uh, but I, I see how that experience weave so much good into my life because I was forced to move back in with my parents to stop the business that I was doing. Cause like, I couldn't really do anything on my own for a while as I was like rehabilitating from the accident. And right. I just spent, I mean, for like a couple of weeks, just, I was in bed just listening to worship music and like really just refreshing myself. And I felt like God was telling me in that time, he's like, I don't want you to do anything. I just want you to be with me. And because of that, I was able to kind of refocus where I was directing my energy and realize that path that I was going down before the accident wasn't like the ideal path for me. And this accident happened. And then through that, I was like set on this good path where I got like super plugged into my church community. I met uh, Kristen, who became my wife. And it just like so much good came out of that. Um, That's like a specific scenario where I see that like, through all the interactions with people and all the things that happened and just like lined up perfectly. It was, it was Jesus, you know, like being sprinkled throughout there, just like placing the right people to say the right things. And it just like feels so surreal and magical to see how something that could have been so devastating was actually like used by God to produce such amazing fruit in in my life. Yeah. Oh man, that's, that is really cool. (laughs) That's a, that's a really cool example. Not just like to, I appreciate, um, how that is, that's out in the world. Like, like you're saying, there's just like random people, random circumstances, things that happen that, that now you can look back and see like, Oh, was that random or was that, that's Jesus. Like Jesus moved in that. Yeah. And I think, um, man, that, that's such a, a cool, thing and it it sounds like you had a moment where you got to rejoy you know like find the joy of of salvation um and and the knowledge of who jesus was and is again yeah uh, through that time yeah and it's like that every day like everywhere now like you know i'm I'm able to see that like god is just you know moving through everything like like paul says that it's through god that everything is held together and sustained like there there's nothing in this universe that's like possible to exist without like outside of god so like he's everywhere so i you know if i take a minute to like remind myself of that like as i sit right here outside talking to you like this the fact that like we get to connect with each other right now even just like not even seeing each other but just talking like and I, I, I can feel God in that and sitting out here with the breeze and, you know, the rustling, like I, I just feel 
that God is sustaining all of this. And it's just like amazing. And I think that I get to experience that because of Jesus, like because I know how Jesus has drawn all things to himself. And I know the the, the truth that he's revealed. Like, so like Peter is, is saying in that chapter about like how amazing of a time this is. Like, I don't know if I was alive you know, 4,000 years ago, if I would have been able to experience this in the same way, because I just may not have known. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm, that's good. Um, so if, uh, what would you say is, is a way that you can kind of apply this truth, um, this, uh, like how Peter, maybe how Peter greets uh, his, his readers, uh, or maybe, uh, I, I don't. I don't know what what, what kind of takeaways uh, can you see that we can apply to our lives um, today? Yeah, I guess like you have to whatever there. there there's moments. It, there's so many different ways. So whether it's like a moment in life that is like a memory that you have uh, as. Mm-hmm. So, for example, talking about that whole experience where I went through, like, falling off of the cliff, like, there's so many little moments in that that are kind of, like, anchor moments where if I consciously, like, recall them, like, bring them to my mind, uh, I get to experience those same feelings. So, if I remember laying on the ground, being in this panic and confusion, my friend Brian telling me, like I, I was asking him over and over again, like what happened? What happened? He was trying to, to tell me he fell off of a cliff, but it just wasn't registering. Right. So he asked God, you know, what do, what do I say to him? Like, and he just told me what he felt like God was saying. So I said, Brian, what happened? He said, it doesn't matter what happened. The first thing that comes to your head, that's the only thing that matters. And the first thing that came to my mind was the voice of God saying, I'm here. It's going to be okay. And this peace just falling over the atmosphere and like all my fear was gone. All my worry, all my panic was gone. And I was just like blanketed by the presence of God. And, you know, it was so tangible. I I don't get to experience that every morning or every day, but I can remember that tangible experience of the presence of God in a way that was unreal. And so that memory is an anchor and so what I, the connection I'm trying to make is like how Peter is reminding the believers of the hope and the glory that they have experienced and heard of um, and to like rejoice in that. I can call that memory up to my mind and feel it again as if it's happening right now. And so that was like an anchor moment. And I go back to that and I can drink from that same well and like feel the presence of God and feel his peace, feel his, his glory start to well up inside of me whether it's a moment that you've had with with God like that, or if it's just like a spiritual truth, just knowing that, you know, if it's, it could be as simple as the statement, um, Paul, I mean, uh, Peter makes where he says, you know, in his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead into an inheritance that can never Mm -hmm. perish, spoil or, or fade. Like it could just be as simple as writing that down and just like when you need to rejoice, read that and bring it to your to, to your mind again. 
and and speak that that truth over yourself and it's like whoa yes okay this is this is what i'm living for 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 this inheritance that that jesus has has given to me because it's easy to get distracted and caught up in the day-to-day of work school friends life drama whatever and so sometimes needs to remind ourselves like this is the truth and then it's like whoa okay yeah i can kind of reorient myself and like drink on this so yeah Mm. does that kind of make sense oh yeah i I love that idea of um anchor points uh, or anchor memories i I think is how you said it um but just to say like i can there are specific moments that i can think back to um in middle school high school college um that were moments defining moments for my faith uh where like you said whether it was like a a spiritual moment where it was like oh this is this is the presence Mm -hmm. of god like he's he's giving me clear direction or or whatever or uh just moments of of clarity where i understood or a truth really stood out to me and um i was able to kind of cling to that um and sometimes, sometimes those anchor moments are bad, right? Like, like you said, falling off a cliff is not a great mm-hmm. anchor moment, but the result of, of God working through that yeah. is, and I think that's something, you know, like I can look back at my life too and, and say, man, there's been some anchor moments that I don't want to relive them, but I'm certainly glad um, to have experienced God working through them. Uh, and like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change that. Um so I, I think I just love that, um, that idea, especially in this time when we're at home a lot or, you know, like just kind of sitting and, and waiting for what's next. It's really easy to, to get caught up in, well, what do I do? Um, and, or get distracted, you know, like let's, let's binge Tiger King. Let's, you know, like let's, let's watch our favorite shows, watch these favorite movies and, um, kind of that just reminder of saying like, well, what if we take just a few minutes to to rejoy, to remember, to recall all those things uh, that Jesus has meant to those those anchor memories? Um, that's great, man. I, yeah, I love man. that. Well, David, I appreciate so much uh, you taking the time out of your day to kind of talk with us and and walk through that and sharing some of your story. That's uh, that's encouraging. That's really good to hear. Yeah, man, so really I appreciate, appreciate everything you're doing with this podcast and all you guys are doing with Young Life, and uh, just honored to like get to be a part of it in any way possible. Yeah, well, we we love Howl Coffee in our house, and uh, if you're listening to this and you haven't visited Howl Coffee. It's a shameless yeah. plug uh, for them. Like, go, go drink some of their coffee. It's so good. Go talk with David. He's, I mean, you've heard. He's yeah, drink awesome of my guy. coffee and you shall not thirst. I don't know. <laughs> Some, yeah, something something like that, right? <laughs> well, thanks, David. Yeah, man, serious so pleasure. Um, I guess, you know, good luck with everything you're working on. And just God bless you, man. Hey, thanks so much for listening. From everybody here at RCYL, we just want to say that we love you, we're praying for you, and we cannot wait to see you again soon. Until next time, keep growing where you're planted.